to our podcast. Name pending, but we'll get there. <laughs> so I'm Renee and this is my cousin Rochelle. Hello. We're going to talk to you about God, trending topics, things that are on our hearts. So it's going to be a ride. Welcome to the journey. Buckle your seats and let's see where we go. <laughs> Destination unsure. Revelation for sure. For sure. <laughs> there we go. That's a good one. Renee is my cousin. She's actually my husband's cousin. But when we're all hanging out together, everyone thinks that we are the related ones. Um, different shades of brown, but we roll with it. So today we thought, why don't we speak on revival? It is currently almost March in 2023. At the moment, revival seems to be a topic that's on everyone's minds because in America at the moment, um, we're seeing amazing revivals in universities in the South. Yeah. It's the South, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think from what I can see, it kicked off with the Asbury revival that basically just started as like a chapel service and kept going. People just turned their hearts to God. There was this outbreak of worship and holiness and um, it, you know, we've seen it got media attention. It was sort of all over the socials and what have you. And it's just so exciting to see mm-hmm. that happening. Yeah. If you're listening to this because you want us to be, I don't know, be controversial, this isn't it. We are 100% for revival and we just think it's really amazing what's happening and it's really exciting. And we're praying that revival happens in our hearts and in our homes and in Australia. In Australia yeah. and anywhere else we happen to be. We just yeah. want to carry revival with us. Amen. And we pray that over you as well. Cool. Um, so let's, where are we going to go with this? What is revival? What is revival? Do you want to kick off with like an actual definition? Because yeah. you're better at that. Uh, okay. So the King James Version Dictionary um, says revival is a return, recall, or recovery to life from death or apparent death as the revival of a drowned person, e.g. as a revival of a drowned person. Number two, return or recall to activity from a state of languor, e.g. as a revival of spirits. Number three, recall, return or recovery from a state of neglect, oblivion, obscurity or, or depression as the revival of letters of learning. That is a word for someone with depression right now. Mm-hmm. Number four, renewed and more active attention to religion and awakening of men and their spiritual concerns. And then we've got the word revive, which is the root word. And the definition is to return to life, to recover life. And there's some Bible verses in this. The soul of the child came into him again and he revived. So that's 1 Kings 17. To recover new life or vigor, to be reanimated after depression. And then Genesis 45, when he saw the wagons, which Joseph had sent him to, to carry him, the spirit of Jacob their father revived and then number three to recover from a state of neglect oblivion obscurity or depression learning revived in europe after the middle okay i'm going to stop there but we get the point it's to bring back to life to regerminate to raise to something is dead and it comes back to life again almost like a resurrection yeah i mean that's literally what we our faith stands on is the resurrection the death Mm. and resurrection of jesus that he came back to life that so our faith really stands on revival really well and it it's interesting because it talks about it being an awakening yeah and i think sometimes you're just going along doing your thing and you love the lord and you go into church 
but there's life and you don't yeah. always take the time to um, be as diligent with your faith as what you mm. should be and or with your spiritual walk. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it makes me think of Paul and it's in um, Corinthians. Let me grab my handy dandy phone here. Chuck that. Your Bible's open. Your Bible's open. We're good to go. Um, in 1 Corinthians 9, 27, I'm using New Living Translation. Don't come at me for my translation. Ha! Um, I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. And to me, that's that's what we're actually needing to live like. Because if we live like that, we carry that fire and that revival with us. We don't have to be revived every five, ten years because we've kind of like run out of steam. We're actually living in it and that's the place that we want to get to. But if you're not there, you have to have revival to get to that point. I think 100%. So I think that's a word for someone if you're taking notes right now, that revival starts with you. That it's not, if you want to see revival, it starts with you. And I imagine that part of the reason Asbury is the way it is, is because all the people in the room in that moment decided revival is going to start with me mm. and as a collective a beautiful hungry yeah hungry hearts a beautiful thing happened i always think of revival as like a really old painting that you know after many many years has kind of lost its shine it's gotten really dull and i don't know you i love an op shop you come across these paintings op shops mm-hmm. and you can take it home and you can use water and soap to kind of clean it but it is the dirt just doesn't come off it's so stuck you actually need chemicals to Mm. clean the top layer of dirt and all of a sudden once you clean it it's like the image the picture the beauty comes back to life you start seeing the colors how they were supposed to be and i just see revival kind of like that that in our lives it's just the the stickiness of life maybe it's even just the mundane going to church has become a religious activity Mm -hmm. for us. So we go to church, we raise our hands, we do all these things, but it's become a religious activity. It's almost like that mark. And when we ask God, hey, can I want a revival in my spirit? And we have a revival. um, It's like God is cleaning off the top layer again to see the beauty again. And I think, like I was watching this video the other day about Asbury. Like it just really excites me. Like I just love it so much. <laughs> and there was this image someone was driving and there was lines and lines and lines of... Of oh, the cars? Of cars and yes. just lines and lines and lines of people. It made me realise that people, no matter where you're from, like people have been driving seven hours to come to this event. Yeah. That revival speaks to people. They understand... I think what's happening and why it's so exciting is people are going... Yeah, I understand in my own life and in my environment, there is that level of dirt. Mm. And what I'm seeing is it being, I don't know, the picture come back to life and I want that. Mm. That's what it is. People are saying, is it hype? Is it? No, I don't think it is. I think it genuinely is people just going, I "I want that. I want that for my life. And it's so exciting. And why would you, why would you disparage that or attack that? Look, if someone is going to become a better person a better christian walk mm. closer to god even though it doesn't look like maybe something you're comfortable with it's not hurting you let them do their thing you know 100 percent. anyone who's firstly a generation that is gonna that is saying i just want to worship you jesus 
Like, oh, come on. Heck yeah. Celebrate it. Yeah. I don't care if it's like hip hop worship or like worship songs that are too fast that I can't sing. I don't even care. I don't care if it's reggae worship or whatever. If it's a young yeah. generation that's worshiping Jesus, we, I mean, we should be like getting behind that and celebrating that. All of heaven is celebrating what's Amen. happening. Amen. And it, it's like, it's straight out of, um, is it, yeah, Joel, like. This is what was spoken by the prophet oh, Joel. It shall come to pass in the last days, says God. I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It's like your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall see dream dreams. Well, we're seeing it start in the young people. It's literally yeah. the Bible, the Bible prophecies being worked out. Yeah. John fifteen seven. If you remain in me and my words remain yes. in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for yes. you awesome i just think yeah they've obviously got god's words in their hearts and they're remaining in him and the things that they've been praying for is starting to break out that needs to be celebrated Ooh, i don't know i was thinking to just a bit of a ramble me and renee and our husbands and other family members last year we went to Birmingham and final queensland in australia and we ran some crusades kind of the way it worked was renee and her husband andrew they were running the new Christians camp. So when people said yes to Jesus, they were the ones looking after them. So they have two little children. So me and Pete looked after the little kids. And one night, it was probably near, we were doing these like night after night after night. And it was coming to the end of the week. And her little daughter, Edie, bless her heart. How old was she? Probably like oh, maybe six months, I think then. Yeah. yeah. So she was so easy. And I was looking after her. And one night, she just would not settle. It's like I gave her a bottle and she would scream. And I tried everything. And so then I'm like taking her to the car and I'm so desperate that I'm like, Lord, you said, let the little children come to you. She's coming to you, Lord. She's screaming. I'm like praying over her. I'm like singing worship songs. I'm trying everything. And she just wouldn't settle. And she just, it was like hysterical screaming. And so I'm calling Renee like, you need to come back in. Get someone else to pray for the new people. Your child needs you. Um, She opens the door and takes Edie. And Edie quickly is screaming and screaming and goes into her mom's arms and then quickly looks at her mom and just completely settles. And in that moment, it made me realize that, you know, quite often in life, we have so much stuff going on. Even just with church life, we just have so much stuff going on that we forget to go to the father. Mm. And it's like we're screaming and screaming and screaming. And what as females we can do is we can go to advice for friends. Like, what do you think I should do to this? Or... We can even go to our pastors. We can listen to podcasts. Mm. We can do all the stuff going, God, what What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And God's like, just come to me. Yeah. Come into my arms and let me settle you. That father heart. It's that father heart. And I just think if you want revival in your life, you actually just need to go to the father and spend time with Jesus. That's mm. literally the secret. Get into the quiet place and spend time yep. with the Lord. And, you know, I've seen over and over again that, you can even be serving Jesus hardcore at church on a Sunday. You can be doing whatever. You can be serving him. You could even see people come to know Jesus through your ministry. Like, but you could still not be spending time with God. Like, at the end of the day, I just think it's just about spending time with Jesus. It's it literally just about spending time it with is. God. It is. It really is. And it's about making him your number one priority like out of Matthew when he says you know uh, seek you first the kingdom of God and then all these things will 
yeah you know but i think we get it backwards we get the cart before the horse and we're like mm. seeking after trying to do all the things and prove that we love god and love people and trying to you know be the best wife or have a career mm. or do whatever we're doing and our focus shifts yeah um and it's about keeping that focus and getting in the word and and spending time praying like yeah. prayer when when i kind of started to have a, a quick read it certainly wasn't the in-depth study that some people have done but starting to look back at popular revivals or well-known revivals however you want to say it there was the thing that you see over and over again is like you said people just they started to get into church or get into just spending time with god and prayer was so mm. much a part of that yeah you know just crying out to god what i love about that firstly is it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter where you're from it doesn't mm. matter where you are on your journey with jesus it doesn't matter if you are like i don't even really know god but i am just questioning whether or not he exists you can spend time with god which means everyone can have a revival every single person it's not set aside for those who are pastors or leaders or missionaries or people who know it all or know their bible really well it's actually just set aside for every single person who calls out to god and says hello i want to spend time with you i want to get to know you speak to me yeah 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 and um i mean we need to we need to talk more about that i guess but i just wanted to ask you do you think that it's a coincidence that we've seen this Asbury, Asbury, not Asbury, oh dear, we've seen the Asbury revival and these revivals kicking off in uh, the unis and stuff, and then now we're seeing um, the Jesus Revolution movie is coming, which is all about the Jesus movement back in the which is I believe 60s and 70s. Yeah? I believe it's like roughly like fifty years from the Jesus movement. There you go. I hey, just... that's like a year of jubilee. Woo! Come on, claim it. <laughs> Come on, what do you get? What's the prison? It's like a diamond ring or something? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> diamond rings are a little dark. Anyway. Um, <laughs> sorry, Lord. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think it is a coincidence. I think it's really exciting. When I say young people, I would put myself in that box because I'm 30 who have been around church and they've watched and they've mm. seen the bright lights and they've seen movements and they've seen all these things. I think there's a challenge of no i don't think that's the way we should do it mm. i don't think that's what god is after i don't know if i'm making any sense so i think it takes a new generation to stand up and go no we actually want this i also think too it's really beautiful to see with the world so crazy mm. i'm just gonna say it, the world is crazy it's really beautiful to see the church so what's happening at the universities just be the church and not be ashamed of who they yes, are absolutely I don't know. It's really exciting. All I think of is it's just purity and it's just beautiful. And yeah, there's no flashy lights. It's pretty simple, the worship. Mm. Um, just really beautiful. And I don't think it matters what it looks like, but when you talk about purity, that's a real characteristic mm. of revival. People come back to purity. If you go even back to like the Welsh revival, it was famous for the fact that the pubs all started to shut down because no one went there anymore. Ah, <laughs> that's so you know, funny. People stopped playing football because they were too busy going to church services mm. and if you want to talk about a pure expression of complete devotion, yeah, totally dedicating yeah. your life to God and to the things of God, that's a perfect example. When I know. think about like the early church in the Bible, like the Book of Acts, I should pull it up actually. But anyway, people go to the upper room, they have an experience with God. So that's personal. That's 
I'm spending time with Jesus personally as a group of people. It's very intimate with God. And then what happens is... Well, it's they, personal and corporate because there are tongues on fire in every single person in the room. Yeah. So then, so these are Christians, right? And then what happens is they run out of their building yes. onto the streets. Yes. So I think that's a marker is... Oh, for sure. 100%. I've just got to tell me off. If No, don't tell me. Well, whatever. But, <laughs> but hear me out here. Too many people are Holy Spirit come, Holy Spirit come, and it's Holy Spirit come, five-hour meeting in church, and then they literally do not get out of the walls of church yes. and tell other people. Yes, The whole absolutely. point is you've got to be like the Book of Acts, peeps, and you've got to have your experience with God, and it fills you with so much joy that it overflows absolutely. that you run onto the streets. And people in the streets are going, what is going on? I want some of that. This is amazing. I mm-hmm. want, and then what happens is the town explodes and people, I don't know, like the big breakout happens. And yeah, absolutely. Hello, we're in Australia and we're hearing the gospel because of that moment. And another marker of that too is people, it's like that purity. People willingly gave their possessions. Yeah, generosity. They were generous yeah. because I, it was just pure. Like, mm-hmm. look, I'm sure there were some, there are some interesting people in that journey too. Let's not. Let's not discount let's not dis- Sapphira. Yeah, let's not discount those people um, in their lying, cheating ways. But, um, you know, there's always... I'm going to stop. Can we t- let's not keep going without that train of thought. <laughs> oh, no, that's good. So I guess for us, what are we... We want to see revival in us. We believe we carry revival we want to see that in Australia mm. uh, or wherever we happen to travel around the world. We want to carry that with us. I came across a quote, and it's William Booth, who was the founder of the Salvation Army. Yes. And he said, I don't want a move of God. I am a move of God. Oh, come on. And I'm like, oh, heck yeah. I'm oh, gonna, come on. I'm going to take that. I am a move of God. I carry God. The I love same that. spirit that raised Christ come from on. the dead dwells in me. Come on. And I think, you know, the challenge in that is, I don't need extra boldness. I just need to be obedient. If yeah. God puts a person in my path who yeah. I can clearly see doesn't know Come Jesus, on. then, hey, look, has anyone told you that God loves you? He's got a really good plan for your life. Mm-hmm. This is what the Bible says. Can I pray with you? Come on. You know, and, and in doing those faithful little things, you're going to see it explode because that's going to impact that person and everyone that they have that close contact with. And it's just yeah. going to keep growing like ripples yeah. in a pond. I mean, we're so close to Jesus coming back, let's face it. And he's not coming back. He's coming back for a glorious church. So that's also where that purity comes in, without spot or wrinkle. That's the church he's coming back for. So we need the church to be revived because the church is sometimes looking a bit dowdy. Um, You know, I could use a bit of makeup. But... um, so there's that on behalf of the Christians. Wait out of for a bit. The church needs a bit of makeup. Now let's just think about what brand would the church wear? Mac, oh. probably not. Yeah, there's some brands they might want to steer clear wow. of. Wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Can you imagine like, oh, they're definitely a red lip church. Oh, they're more of nude. They're the ones with the like cat eye flick. Oh yeah, they're more bare minerals. (laughs) Yeah, definitely flag church, bare minerals church, a hundred percent. Oh my goodness. I mean, there'd be blush, there'd be bronzer, there'd be a lot of concealer to stop the um, 
the tears. <laughs> yeah, cover up all of the, the. Wow. From when the joy breaks out and they start to cry as well. Oh, bless. Okay, wow. Waterproof mascara. Yes. Waterproof mascara. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> that to was interrupt. a little detour. Woo! Sorry, guys. <sighs> Fun fact Renee is a master of makeup and her daughter is a master of fashion. <laughs> Thoughts I was thinking of the other day. Like, let's be people who are homesick for heaven, because that is our home. Oh, love that. So we're homesick for the things of heaven. We're homesick for what heaven smells like. We're homesick for the words of heaven. So what is, what are the words of heaven sound like? We are homesick for the ways of heaven. What does that look like? We are homesick for the language of heaven. So we're people who speak in the language of heaven, and we are homesick for the mannerisms of heaven. Think about revival. I have the, the image of like, you know, there's people who go to a new country and they look at the food mm. and they go, oh, nah, mm, don't know how I feel about that. And they won't even give it a go. Then you've got people who are like, my husband who went to Taiwan and decided, why not try a fermented <laughs> egg that's been fermented oh for a hundred years? Because like, why not? And I just think with revival... If you want to get the experience of what God is doing, you want to get the experience of probably not the experience of heaven, but if you want to, if you want to understand what heaven's doing, you need to be someone who walks in and goes, "I'm willing to taste what's happening, even though I don't know. I've never experienced it, and it it's a taste well, it might look messy. Me. It might not look like you're used to doing. Yeah. Yep." The people might look different to what you're yeah. comfortable with. Yeah. Absolutely. And so that means that revival and that homesickness for heaven, when people meet us and they hang out with us, it will be unfamiliar to them as well in the world. Because, wow, I've, I've never experienced that much generosity. Oh, that's how we do things in yeah. heaven. Yeah. Well, I've never heard someone be so encouraging or just so willing to back me in my corner yeah because that's what people of heaven and neighbors of heaven talk and sound like and we need a bit of heaven in our lives and our neighbors um need absolutely anyway that's just oh 100 i mean it's it's relentless i don't watch the news anymore because otherwise the bad news is just relentless and so people who are just absorbed with all of that Mm. and that's all of that they're seeing and hearing and focused on Mm -hmm. it's it's like they're meeting someone from another dimension, exactly, mm. you know, when they meet someone who is just full of the Holy Ghost, full of the love of God, you know, knows who they are in God, knows that, hey, you've got this problem, you need healing, I've got a God who can do that. And mm. they're, they're willing to lay hands on them and pray, mm. you know. All right, let's get into the word. Oh, let's do it. Do you want me to start while you're looking? Yeah. Yep, I've lost so my just, I don't know, a verse that excites me, gets me going, makes me think of all this is Hebrews 12, 1 onwards. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses of life of the faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down. So what slows us down? Those things that make the picture muddy and gross, especially the sins that easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by what? Keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. And I will leave it there. But pretty much keep your eyes on Jesus. Yeah. Be like Joseph and run out of (laughs) temptation and run towards the cross run towards jesus 
that's where you want to be. If you want to see revival, keep your eyes on Jesus. And then Psalm, because um, going back again to the purity that you mentioned, Psalm 139, verse, I think it's 23 and 24, says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point mm. out anything in me that offends you. I don't, I don't want to offend Ooh. God. Like, point out Ooh. anything in me that offends you. That is a marker. That is Ooh. straight a marker. I know, right? For revival, because I don't know. Like, I've done some, some study and like looked into revivals, and the one thing that stands out to me is it's people going, "God, I am sorry. Mm. God, I am so sorry." Um, yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, it just the the last part is lead me along the path of everlasting life. Um, oh yes, you know, just and that's you know what. I know that there's going to be like the little armchair critics who are like, oh, these people don't know what they're talking about. There's this, there's that. Yeah, we're just here having a conversation. But the thing is that when you're going to move along the path of everlasting life, it's not, you're moving along it. Yeah. You're not just sitting in one place on your butt getting stale. Yeah, 100%. You know? um, because it's in that moment when things get stale, when you like bottle up, like if you, a lot of the time in the Bible when the when they're talking about the Holy Ghost, which you would equate with revival, mm. they're talking about water. There's like that picture of water yeah. and it moving and it flowing out of you. Well, if you stop it from flowing yeah. out of you, that's when you get stale and nasty. And Oh, like my gosh. Let me swim. tell you a story. Growing up, me and my nan used to go to this fruit and veg shop in my local town. I won't. I'm not going <laughs> to specify where it is. Anyway, somewhere in the world. Somewhere in the world. But if you know me, you know me. My grandma used to say, oh, um, don't get those veggies because I can tell that the guys just like sprayed them with water in the morning to make them look fresh again. <laughs> and it's nothing worse than when you buy fruit and veg yes. and then you get home. Oh, come on. A watermelon? You get home and you're like, oh. yeah, boy, let's open this, crack this open. And then you just the disappointment of it. <laughs> this is the worst watermelon ever. <laughs> or if you get apples or whatever it is and it's been sitting there yeah. for a while. They put, what is it, wax on the outside to make it look make it shiny. Look yeah. You cut it open and it's not. We don't want to be those people. No. As Christians, some some of us, we've actually given God a bad name because we have absolutely done that. Well, we've oh, yeah. put wax on the outside and we've been makeup. absolutely, oh, yeah, come on. <laughs> bad makeup this time. Bad makeup. This is like, you know, thick and wrong facade, shade, color, yeah. and you've got the falsies on. <laughs> And yeah, we we get the image. Oh, I keep thinking back to the song that is an old one. It's called "The Heart of Worship" by Matt oh Redman. When the music, I'm not missing fades. <laughs> All is stripped away, and I simply come, longing just to bring something that is worth that bless that will bless your heart. I'll bring you more than a song, than a song in itself. It is not what you have required. You search much deeper within through the ways things appear. You're looking into my heart. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. Come on. That is the song for the hour. (laughs) It really is. When I think of that song and read those lyrics, I just think it's like God, like, take off the mask. Mm. Take it off. Take off the mascara. Take off the makeup. Let's be real. And let's just me just see who you are. Flaws and all. Scars and all. I still think you're beautiful. Let's just come back to makeup and beauty because, like, with girls you know there's no point putting your expensive serums on your face if you have not cleansed it properly and i think take the mask off and let god do the work let let him apply 
the healing abrasion. Let me apply that microderma healing <laughs> abrasion to your skin. All right, okay, I need to stop. <laughs> oh, I I love that the Bible is a living book. Yeah, you know, and that's a whole other podcast about it is the word. It literally is the word made flesh. We've got Jesus right here in book form with us in a sense. That's another whole podcast. But I love that it's a living book. It was written to me. It was written to you. It was written to every single individual Mm -hmm. who takes the time to crack it open and have a look at it and, and dig deep in it. If we want to authentically live our faith, we need to do that. We need to take the time. You know, some of us have busy schedules. Some of us think we have busy schedules, but if we can binge the latest show, then we can spend half an hour yeah. in some quiet time in yeah. the Word of God going, Lord, show me what you've got to say mm-hmm. to me today. Show yeah. me what you need me to work on. Yeah. Show me show me who you are. Help me to know you. Help me to walk closer, mm-hmm. closer with you every yeah. day. You know, that's, that's, that's what starts revival. You know, 100%. you've got to... And you've got to stir it up. You don't yes. get hungry doing yes. nothing. Yeah. Like, do you know when you go swimming for at the beach for in the water and then you get out of the water and you're like, I am going to die if I don't eat right now? Oh, my gosh. That's what we need to be like with the Word of God. Yes, 100%. Because I don't know about you, but I don't want to be eating last night's meal. Mm-mm. Like, no stale bread for me. No thank leftovers. You. Like, <laughs> I would, I mean, I do love a leftover. But <laughs> if you could have fresh food versus yeah. last night's food, Come on, get the fresh stuff. Exactly. Like, I've been there where I've kind of been in and out going, oh, like, yeah, my mother going to church, you know, all that kind of stuff. But maybe I haven't opened my Bible for, like, weeks. Mm. Man, no wonder I'm looking hollow inside because I'm making myself. You put yourself on a spiritual diet. Exactly. And not a good one. (laughs) Not a good diet. Not a good one. You're, You're looking a little bit anorexic there. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> like, oh, boy, that's where we're going. <laughs> we're not going there, Lord. <laughs> sorry, Lord. Sorry, Lord. Oh, shout out to our friend and his his sorry, Lord, for when you say things you probably should have kept in your head. Yeah, like, here's a good one. Um, one time we were, there was a person and they were singing really out of tune during worship and we just looked at each other and we whispered, sorry, Lord. And we both knew, <laughs> we both knew what we were thinking. And um, let me tell you, we have many sorry, Lord moments. <laughs> uh, it's, anyway. it's good for a laugh. Let's just, Let's just say it's it good for a laugh. That's right. I'm sure God's like, let me come here and smack you over the head. <laughs> <laughs> how, how are we going to wrap this up for, for the first one? Are we going to pray for people? Let's just pray for people. Let's summarize this number one revival is good revival is real it's happening and you can be a part of it you can have revival in your heart how do you have revival get hungry get in the word prayer uh spending time in god with god worship just and and stirring up that hunger inside you for more and more and more of god and the holy spirit in your life yeah pretty much it those two there Mm. we can't wait to hear and see what happens from this absolutely me and renee we love a we love a testimony like oh yeah i'm not kidding you we just send each other testimonies on instagram and then we send crying emojis <laughs> or we send like are you serious emojis it's really cool we just get really excited when we see people come to know jesus and we see god move in people's hearts and healings and things like that really excite us so no doubt later down the track we will be sharing with you the revival stuff that happens in yeah, our lives absolutely we're really excited for that. 
So why don't we pray? Yeah, let's pray. All right, Father God, we thank you. Thank you that you are a God who loves us. You not only created us, but you created a way that we can be in relationship with you. And we thank you for that, Lord. We give you honor and we worship you. And Lord, we just pray for each and every person who listens that you ignite a hunger in their heart for the things of God. Yeah, come on. Lord, whether they know you, whether they don't know you, I pray that you place a burning hunger in their heart yep. for the things of God. And Lord, I pray for those who may not know you, that as you tug on their heart, as you stand at their door and knock, they are receptive to that. They yep. open their hearts. And if that is you and you're listening right now and you're like, I don't know this God they're talking about, you need to say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I confess you are my Lord and Savior. Come, Come into my heart right now. Yep. Remove the stony heart. Give me a heart of flesh and fill me with your Holy Spirit to give me the ability to live for you in Jesus' name. And if you do that, welcome to the family. But Lord, we just bless every single person listening. Yeah, bless them, Lord. We pray that you once again just release your fire into their hearts into their mm. lives in jesus precious name amen amen whoa Woo! come on hey if you made a decision just then um we would love to hear about it so oh, please yeah. let us know because we will celebrate you hey if you need a bible or anything like that just let us know and if you made a decision we'd love to send you one for everyone else thank you for, listening, for listening to us <laughs> We're excited for what's going to happen and please subscribe. Oh, yeah, please tell your friends Share. and um, all right, I'm going to go now. More wow. episodes coming soon. See ya. Okay, bye.